Welcome everyone and thank you for tuning in. This is Siemens Process Automation Digitalization Tech Talks. We are back in 2021 with a great lineup of digitalization content that we will be bringing you each month throughout the year. If you are in the process industries and want to keep up to date with some of the newest technologies in the industry, then make sure to subscribe to us on any of the major podcast platforms. So here we are in the first episode of 2021, and we are joined by one of our digitalization consultants, Jonas Norinder, to see how he has conversations with customers to help them learn how digitalization can work for their custom needs and how they can get started transforming their business. So without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Jonas. All right, Jonas, thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, no problem at all. It's a pleasure to be here, Ben. Yeah, no, thank you. And so Jonas and I, you know, over the past couple of years are both working within digitalization and process automation and working with customers to to talk to them about what they can do with digitalization. And so Jonas specifically is um, one of our digitalization consultants for process automation. And just jumping into that, but what does that mean? What exactly do you do for customers? Yeah, so no, that's obviously a good question. Digitalization consultant, what is that really? But but in, in very simple terms, I get to talk to people about digitalization, what it is, uh, what it isn't. And that typically means that we're having conversations about some of these newer technologies, you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, cloud computing, things like that. Where and how to use them uh, is also a big, a big part of the uh, uh, of the conversation. So, you know, I work with companies to identify areas where some of these technologies can be applied to improve existing processes, uh, maybe make their, you know, equipment more efficient, their existing equipment more efficient. So that's essentially it. So very, very cool job where we get to have a lot of different conversations with a lot of different people. So, you know, r- rarely two days are alike. So that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's still a new growing topic. I think it's still a topic that people get confused about and have a lot of questions about. And I think one of the main questions is, what is it? What does it mean to them? What does it mean to the process industries? Um, and really, I think, how do you get started? Um, you hear about all of those technologies, even the ones you yeah. just mentioned, and it's just it sounds like. I don't know, Terminator taking over the world. And and sometimes it's a lot more simple than that. So it's, it really is how to, how to get started is a big question that people have. Yeah, no, definitely. I would, I would, I would, I would mirror that. Uh, that is definitely, uh, I would say the biggest, uh, most common question that we get from customers because it's a little bit, um, difficult to put your your finger on exactly what is digitalization, right? There's so many different definitions of it. So so that's definitely one of the big things I would say. And then I think one of the other things too um, is that, you know, a lot of people also want to know about simulation. Simulation and digitalization are typically two topics that that are related. So uh, we do get a lot of questions about the simulation aspect of it. And then I would say the biggest one to highlight or the last one to highlight here is is people asking, am I really ready to use, you know, artificial intelligence or machine learning? Uh, and, and that really and I'm not going to answer the question here, right, because that could be a very, very long answer. But but at least that's what we're getting uh, quite often that it makes sense because um, you, you don't necessarily know 
how mature your company is and your processes are. And that really is a critical factor in being able to say whether you are ready or not for, for some of these more sophisticated technologies, you know, as I would say, artificial technologies is. Now we have a blog uh, that goes a little bit into a little bit more detail about some of the questions that we are getting. And I think we're going to be putting uh, the link in the notes section, Ben. Yeah, and so we could definitely put that link in the notes section um, for this podcast. And so moving off of that, so what we we mentioned that what is digitalization is a common question, but what does it mean for process industries? What does it mean for that customer? And you know how can they use these technologies? And so I guess diving into that, I think a big theme of all of these technologies and digitalization in general is data. Um, and these process customers have a ton of data that's available coming from their instruments, from their field level, and you know you find value in using this data, whether it's just you know gaining insights from your operation and making improvements, or really just being more transparent with that data, knowing what's going on with with the health of your machinery, or knowing what's going on in a remote location. It it really comes down to to finding value in that, and even to the point of simulation. You know, maybe simulation is a virtual representation of what you have in the physical world and how that's really created is just all the data that you have in that real world um, and mirrored on the computer. And so it's it, it it's a theme that carries across all of these technologies, I would say. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point, Ben. I mean, it really is about uh, a lot about data. Uh, I, I think it's important to emphasize that that you're trying to to use this data. Uh, to optimize the performance of your existing equipment. There is this, what I see, um, perception still tied to digitalization that it's all about rip and replace, right? You can't use your existing equipment. You gotta, you gotta, you know, spend a lot of money on putting in new equipment. But, but the way I see it, that's that's just not uh, the 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 main target or goal of digitalization. It is to use primarily data and some of these newer technologies to make your existing equipment more efficient by making use of that data in a meaningful way. So, I, I mean, to me, that's really what digitalization is, is all about. And uh, having to find out exactly, you know, how to employ some of these technologies is something that shouldn't be done just on a whim. Um, but we will be talking about that shortly, more about that. And yeah, so you mentioned it's not all about ripping and replacing all the old equipment and putting on putting in all these fancy technologies, um, and that's true. And you can't do that because the people are, is just as important as the technology. They got to be comfortable and aware of the change. And if you just kind of try to implement um, all these technologies at once, it's just not going to work. So it really does take a gradual implementation prog- process to to build upon each other and train the the, the workers as well. And so, I mean, can you touch on how you would go about that and a little bit more on how you identify digitalization projects? Yeah, because I think I, I would I would say that um, that it's a little bit different uh, looking at some of these digital uh, projects, identifying which ones to implement than 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 what has been done traditionally, right? Because uh, traditionally, you have some sort of challenge, and then you go out and you look for a solution uh, to resolve that challenge. 
it can be a little bit challenging in the digital age to do the same thing because things change super fast. You know, new technologies are introduced almost at lightning speed. I mean, you know, I'm in this field and sometimes I can't even keep up with the latest and greatest because it just changes so fast. So you want to make sure that what you are also implementing or identifying as potential, uh, you know, projects to implement that they are scalable and that they are, you know, open kind of format. So, so that you can add uh, new technologies to it as it changes. So, so one, let's say approach that we would recommend is to look at the big picture first. Essentially, the first step would be to define, you know, where the company wants to be in five years and then identify which KPIs are related to that. Are there certain aspects, aspirations that the company is striving for? That would be the first thing to, to identify and know if you haven't done that already. Then the next uh, step would then be to identify some challenges that are, uh, let's say, inhibiting innovation and growth. Uh, and you want uh, those challenges to come from a lot of different people, a lot of different departments. The next step is then you then define some uh, process improvement projects based on uh, or that addresses those challenges. You then prioritize those projects based on some of the KPIs related to where the company wants to be. And then you uh, start an evaluation of various solutions, and then you do the implementation based on that. So that's a fairly easy process, but it ensures that you get an all-round picture from you know, the top down, from CEO level, executive level management, but also from, from the people working in the plants and the facilities. So you also get that bottoms up, uh, bottom up kind of approach. So a holistic view of the company. And, and I can share a couple of projects that, you know, we have identified working with customers, you know, digital projects, if you will. Uh, one of them was to use existing data sources to enable predictive maintenance. Uh, that's a big one uh, when it comes to digitalization. Uh, also to utilize real-time location services to track equipment. That's another nice one. And there was also a project around advanced process control of a distributed control system. And I know, uh, Ben, you want to share a little bit more insights from how a customer has benefited from, from one of our digital solutions. Yeah, and, and you mentioned RTLS or real-time locating system technology. And the last podcast we actually did, um, it was actually using that technology with a, a Siemens solution to to use that RTLS on the employees during the COVID pandemic. And they kind of wrote an, an algorithm to do contact tracing. So if someone um, did test positive, you can trace it back based on their location. That if they were ever within six feet of someone else, um, you could then find that out You know, over the previous few days or something. So that was pretty cool. I would definitely recommend yeah, checking yeah. out that podcast. And another one just you know, coming from a challenge all the way to a solution, and a fairly simple solution that we've done recently is um, using another Siemens application called Store IQ that's really around remote monitoring. And so this was like a, a small city um, wastewater treatment plant that had a effluent sewer tank that kept that had a lot of algae growth and kept getting blocked. And then once it would be blocked, then the um, the tank would overflow and spill. And when, when that happens, you start having EPA issues and all that kind of thing, things. But this tank was in a remote location and it really wasn't making the best 
use of the employee's time to be checking this 24-7. And so we kind of implemented just a simple solution for remote monitoring that that used a level sensor that was connected to an IoT device, which would then send that data um, for that tank to the cloud. And then all the operators will have that data just whether at the, they're at their desktop, on a tablet, or their phone. And so they really know the status and any issues that are going on whenever they need it. And so it kind of, it really improves utilization of, you know, your resources and gives you that transparency of the data. So that was a very simple solution that fixed that problem right there. So it's not always complicated. Yeah, and I think and I think that's an important point, Ben, that you're making there, that it that it's not always complicated because I, I really think uh if if you can identify some simple solution, you know, to to a real business challenge, that helps drive acceptance of some of these newer technologies. It helps drive acceptance of digitalization in general. So I mean if if you can have some tasks automated like this one on the tank. You know, you can have people do more meaningful work than simply just running to a tank to check the level, right? I mean, that's something that can be easily done uh, automatically these days. So I think that definitely uh, helps uh, um, acceptance of digitalization uh, along with the fact that uh, there are also tend to be fewer people on site these days. So the more things that can be automated, automated, the better. And then, of course, you know, this whole COVID situation, I think there's been uh, uh, an increase in acceptance because being able to access information remotely was obviously a huge thing, especially in the lockdown days where you couldn't essentially go anywhere to check out things. So, yeah. so I think there is definitely a growing acceptance uh, of the technologies and the solutions in general, um, I would say. Yeah, I think just in general, acceptance is growing from you know, over the last couple of years, just because these solutions are becoming more granular and you're starting to see success stories with digitalization, because it, it really just started out and everyone was scared of it and scared of putting their data in the cloud and scared of AI and um, just didn't really want to touch it or didn't understand it. But now that you see what people are doing with it, um, I would definitely say acceptance is starting to grow. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree, for sure. And yeah, so I think to really wrap up this, um, this episode, what are some of the takeaways that we talked about to really get started? I would first say start small, identify what your goals are, um, what your challenges are, and then identify projects from there. And then building off of that, create a clear strategy to build on those small projects and eventually um, kind of create that digitalization roadmap. I think that's a, a great place to start. Yeah, and it's also important to make sure that those small those small projects, they're all tied back up to, to the big strategy because that way, you know, you'll get the most bang for the buck of, of your investment if you just choose to to implement the small small standalone project because you you feel you're forced to try it out or do something related to digitalization, that's probably not the best approach to take, right? You make sure that it's tied into the bigger picture, and and as I mentioned earlier too, having that uh, executive level management support uh, to drive the strategy, and then also have the bottoms up approach and support from the people, you know, during the work that is going to be using some of these new technologies is important. So it's really uh, having a big picture view, developing a strategy 
is is really important. And I know we're going to be talking about that in a little bit more detail in some of the future podcasts, right, Ben? Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, moving forward from here, wrapping up this podcast, um, Jonas will make a few appearances in the next few months, kind of talking about the, some of these general digitalization topics. Um, next month, look out for an episode diving deep into artificial intelligence and really um, seeing how that's being applied to the process industries. And, you know, with that being said, Jonas, if someone wants to learn more about how they can start with digitalization or learn more about digitalization consulting, um, do you have any contact information or any way for them to reach out? Sure, you can you can reach out to me at, uh, at jonas.narinder at siemens.com for spelling. I guess you can check out the notes just to make sure uh, that you get the right one. Uh, you can also hit me up on LinkedIn, uh, Jonas Narinder uh, as well. So those are definitely two options. I'd be happy to you know to have any conversations or you know support with with any topics related to digitalization. And then I know we also have a couple of links uh, in the notes sections as well. So you can go check those out for some more information for sure. All right. Thank you. And so, like you said, I'll post that email and his name into the into the show notes. And, you know, make sure to subscribe on any of the major podcast platforms. I guess you're already listening. So you, you found at least one episode. But on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe to catch that next episode. And Jonas, thank you for joining. We'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you, Ben. It was a pleasure. Yep, I'll talk to you soon.